0: more information about this episode, go ahead and check out White, Confused, Black and Christian, the autobiography of Larry Eif." You probably want to check out the explicit version. Or, if you have someone in your life that's addicted to drugs and alcohol or pornography or whatever it is, or if you're that person, just think about your real life experiences and this is going to be an episode for you or for you to share with someone who has those issues. Alright? The rest of the episode is about to begin now. Hey, my name is Larry Ife. This is episode 104. It is called, yeah, I know, Smoking Crack. So, the reason why I did this episode here is because, like I told you, it's all about, life is about a process. And part of the process that I'm on, that I see is, um, a lot of people that do drugs, alcohol, or have problems with pornography, or whatever kind of problems they have, people always hide them. We don't got time for that shit. Um, The Bible talks about Openly confessing, and I've said this before, in different podcasts, but you have to openly confess, admit what you did. That way, there's no shame, there's no guilt, there's nothing holding you back. Um, and so, this episode here, I call it a "Smoking Crack" because I smoked crack. It's it's no secret. I've done it. Um, I've missed time with my friends and family and trips and a lot of shit because I was smoking crack. And I'm saying that publicly. I'm saying it openly. I'm using the word crack specifically Because there are so many people That are addicted to crack, cocaine And regular cocaine um, But they're too embarrassed to admit it Nobody wants to be a crackhead Nobody wants to admit that But there's a lot of people out there That do smoke crack There are billions of dollars being sold every day On crack and regular cocaine and pills And a lot of people are embarrassed To admit it or to say that they are that guy Well, I'm admitting it openly, publicly I was that guy um, I'm not completely through everything yet. I've had some episodes in the past six months. So, yeah. It's not all the way over, but I'm able to get on the other side of things based on, like I said, my process of studying the Bible. Um, so, I have a friend who has, whose parents both did drugs. I might have mentioned this before, too. Um, and she's helped me out a lot because she never understood why they did it. Their parent, um his parents never had that talk with him about what made them like that. They just knew, the kid just knew that he just knew that his parents were on drugs. He never knew why. So for him, all he knew was his parents were drug addicts. That, me talking with him, has helped me get to the point where I can be honest and open about what I've done and just share it. Because if you've done it, you've done it. There's no use hiding from it. There's no use saying, oh, I ain't me. I do a little bit. No, if your life is fucked off. It's because of some choices you made sometimes if it's related to drug addiction. So admit it and get on with life. That's the first major step. I think I've said this before too. But this episode here, I specifically wanted to say smoking crack. Um, Another thing I want to add is that in the black community, it was especially hard being black and admitting to smoking crack because um, back in the 60s, they had a thing called white flight where once black people were able to buy houses in certain areas white people got scared and just left um and when they left they took all their businesses with them et cetera et cetera and the resources the financial resources the banking the local banks and everything like that so the black people that were left in those communities had the best way to make money was illegal activity and the most profitable illegal activity was crack cocaine um so If that is the best way to get out of the hood or get out of the ghetto is by selling crack, then the worst person, the lowest person on the totem pole is a crackhead. Because you're the person that everybody's using to step on to get to where they need to get to. You're the person who is the sucker. You're the Mark. You're the Vic. You're the, you're the, how do I put this? You're just the worst. You're a bum, you're disgusting You're the worst person in the black community As far as the black community is concerned That lives in the hood Because, once again, you're a stepping stone You're the sucker, they look for you They want your money The dope dealers Don't give a fuck about your addiction All they want is your money They don't give a fuck if you can't pay for your kid's school Or groceries or whatever it is They want your money Um, And they're cool with you because You can cut their grass for ten dollars you know, for a ten dollar hit, you will fix their car for twenty dollars. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they don't view you as a human. You're a crackhead. That's all you are. Um, and I know it because I was on the other side when I was selling. That's what I had. I looked for crackheads and cokeheads, and that's what I called them. Um, I didn't treat them as humans. And now I'm on the other side of things, and it fucking sucks. It feels like shit. Um, My friend I was telling you about who had his two parents who were addicted to drugs and eventually died from addiction. He was able to see me in one of my worst times getting high. Um, And he said it kind of broke his heart because he, he saw his parents go through that same thing. And he didn't know what to do or what to say to me. And once again, it has helped me in a weird way, him seeing me like that. Helped me be accountable. I had no choice but to be accountable. And he's not even in, in the circles. I ha- He's in a, a totally different circle. Than what I normally hang out in. And so. It's a, it's a spiritual circle. Uh, a church circle. So that helped me be like. You know what? I can't hide anywhere. This addiction hits every area of your life. And it's helped me deal with the fact that. My church family even knows about it now. You know. People want to be in a relationship know about it. Um, my boys know about it. My employers know about it. It's I can't hire from it. I'm not going to hire from it. I don't want to hide from it. It's a part of me. I made some bad choices. And I am here to tell you and show you that through this process of studying the Bible and getting to know God as a father um, is what helped me through it. And hopefully, like I said, with the autobiography, you, look, you check out the autobiography, that tells you the basic my life stories I went through it, but also... There's a book called Your View Matters, Personal Development Plan. Um, You can get the explicit version or the base version of that, but either one, that's actually the plan book that shows you the entire process of facing shit and dealing with it and how you overcome it. It's all based on um, my knowledge of the Bible. Once again, this is my process. Some people focus on just getting over addiction by going to AA meetings or NA meetings or following Buddha or Confucius or Allah whatever it is this is my process if that process works for you follow that check that out but if your process is going to be based on the Bible and that's the way you want to live your life listen your view matters personal development plan that is the process and it works um, I've been in jail a billion times and never have I come across someone who admitted they, they smoke crack once again, that's because it's embarrassing, especially, like I said, in the black community, because you're the stepping stool. You're the, you're the, you're the people that people, you're the sucker. You're the one that's that, that nobody cares about. Nobody gives a fuck about you. They just want your money. So for you to admit you smoke crack in the black community or in the hood, you're admitting that you're not a human. You're admitting that you're scum. You're admitting that you're an addict. You're admitting that you are just a. Of a fucking pawn. Okay, I'm here to say, who gives a fuck? Admit it. If that's what you've done, dude, you can always change your life around at any point in time. I did. I'm 50 years old now, and I'm just now starting to turn my life around, and it's because of the process by following the Bible. That's the process I'm showing you. This whole, all these episodes are about that process. All my books are about that process. I'm the case study porno addiction, the sex addiction, the violence addiction the the cocaine addiction I would get smoked out or coked out it didn't matter it is what it is, I'm still a man and I'm still a child of God and I still have a soul and the best way for me to get in alignment with my soul again and to get right into it to fulfill my purpose on this planet is through the Bible once again, if that's if that's what you're interested in doing, please check it out. Your View Matters Personal Development Plan. Please check that book out. It's not a sales pitch. If you think if you think it's a sales pitch, try me at it. Get a hold of me, and I'll send you a copy. All right. This is for your good because it's helped me so much. I want to be helping people. All right. These episodes can only last so long, and I can only talk so much. And I guess all I got to say. But for real, get over it. Come on, enjoy life. It's 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 that's my process. The Bible is my process. So, check it out. Um, yeah, that's a wrap for episode 104, because I could go on and on. You know me, I'll ramble and get on a bunny trail and talk about a whole bunch of other shit, but I'm not going to right now. Um maybe next episode I'll ramble some more about something that has that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't know. Uh, Episode 104 is a wrap Episode 105 is next And I have no fucking clue what it's going to be about But you know me When I know I'm going to let you know